Welcome to The Real Deal with Jen Costa, your podcast for all things spiritual, where I take you along on my journey through life and we talk about mediumship, all things woo, and everything in between. Let's get started. All right, friends, we are back. And this week's topic, I've been contemplating for like the last two weeks. And I thought, let's demystify what mediumship actually is. What happens when you get a reading and all that jazz. So I'm going to go through a series of questions. It is a huge topic, so I'm sure I'll miss some things. But we'll just dive right in and At the end, if you have questions, feel free to DM me on Instagram or send me an email and I'll answer those either on Instagram or in future episodes. Starting with number one, what is mediumship? That's a huge question in itself, but basically in terms of when you go to get a reading from a medium, right? Mediumship is the connection they make to someone who has passed, So they basically, how they talk to a person who's passed, basically talking to dead people, right? That is a mediumship reading. So if you lost your grandma, your father, someone, anyone, even a friend, and you're like, I want to talk to so-and-so in this reading, a medium will do that for you. And I'll go into how they do it uh, a little bit later, but the difference between a mediumship and psychic reading is different. So I wanted to go into those because I know when I first started this journey, I was like, what the heck is the difference? Mediumship versus psychic. This was not my world I was in. And I found it very confusing. So I had to do a lot of Googling. So mediumship, you talk to through a medium directly to a person who has passed. A psychic reading is different. Psychic, you can go into not a psychic person, but like a psychic reading, if you're getting from the same person, they will go into your energy. And if you're like, I'm struggling with my business, and they can kind of get reads on like your past, your present, your future, what you're like as a person, your struggles and things of that nature. So they're reading your energy and like your field. They're not talking to your past deceased family members. They can do that as well. And sometimes that will also come in as grandma's giving you a message saying, hey, you want to start that business, you should do X, Y, Z, because I did it. Because sometimes you could get information from past loved ones, but typically it's not the case. But again, it's all based on the intention of the medium and how they do it. And everyone does it differently. So mediumship, talking to past loved ones. We're not reading really your energy, although kind of get there sometimes at the end. And psychic reading, your energy, all about you. Usually people ask questions about love, life, relationships. Will this relationship work out? Should I buy this house? Things like that. And that's the basic difference like in a nutshell. So number two, how do you find a medium? So I ran into this problem six, seven years ago when I started this journey and was like, how the heck do you find one? I had seen an apparition in my room and was like, I don't know what to do with that. And I don't even know who to call and talk to about this. I guess a medium, why I knew that, I don't even know. So I ended up at the time just Googling like medium near me and was like, I don't know. I found a website, read this lady's testimonials and was like, ah, I guess they look good enough and I'll just go to her because I don't know who else to go to and I don't know who I can ask to go to. So I'm going to give you some... (laughs) 
tips on how to find a medium. Um, number one is referral. Ask people, have you gone to one? And if you don't feel comfortable, DM me. I don't care. I'll give you, I know a ton of mediums and can refer you out and I'm happy to refer you out if I don't do the reading myself. And when someone gives you a referral and say, oh, I had this great reading with this medium, look at their website, read it, check out what they're saying. And you have to use discernment with this. Just because the medium was a good medium for them doesn't mean you will resonate the same way. Just like you're like, hey, I'm looking for a new dentist, right? Does anyone know a dentist? And you ask all your friends and then people are raving about this person. Then they're recommending all these different people. So you might like one of their dentists. You might go to one and say, hey, you recommended that guy. I was not a fan. So go into their website. Same thing with mediumship, like go with who you resonate with. If you're reading their words on their website or Maybe they don't have a lot, so it's hard to tell. That can make it difficult. But if you're reading what they write and it doesn't feel right and you're like, "Mm, I know they highly recommended them, but like it just doesn't click with me, then don't do it. Keep asking. Ask around. So referrals is number one. That's the biggest way you can find, I mean, a lot of things. That's how you find your, you know, best plumbers, contractors, all those things. It's the same thing with mediumship, right? And then to be aware of phone versus in-person. So mediumship, you can do readings by telephone. And yes, it does work. And I have done it. And I was very skeptical myself at first. But energy is energy. It's not bound by the human body like we are. So some people will do them in person readings. And some people will do Zoom only. Um, And those are for different reasons. A lot of times the overhead on a place is very expensive. So it doesn't make sense to have a, you know, brick and mortar place to do readings. And it's just easier to do zoom that way you get all the money and then otherwise you'd be probably paying more out. So it's okay if you have a strong preference of a phone reading versus I need to be in person. So there's no like judgment on that totally. But since COVID, a lot of people have gone on zoom and some people have not gone back to in person because Like I said, the way you can do a phone reading, you can do a Zoom reading. It's very easy to do. Energy doesn't like discriminate like that. So if you prefer in person and the reader only does Zoom, you one, you can always ask them if they're willing to try and figure something out with you. And they may, they may not. It all depends. But if you're like, no, I really want to do in person. I've never done this before. I'd really feel more comfortable. That's totally fine and reasonable. Number three, look at the person's website. If there's not a lot on their website, see if they have a podcast, see if they're on social media, what are they posting? Basically, does what they're posting resonate and feel good to you? Because if it feels off or you're like, I don't really like what, not even what they're saying, but I'm not feeling this, like it doesn't vibrate with me, then don't. And don't pick just based on popularity. Like there are some very well-known mediums out there and I'm sure they do great readings, but again, they're not for everyone. Just like the one doctor I go to might be not, you might not like at all. Like that's okay. And there's mediums out there for every type of person. So keep that in mind just because, I don't know, maybe someone's been on Oprah or like something crazy or like there were well-known medium in this location does not mean you have to go to them. So there are plenty of well-known mediums that I know personally that are not well-known 
that prefer to keep a lower profile and just kind of like do this and don't have the intention of, you know, being on TV or being well known. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's just, you know, few and far between can get up to that level or even want to. I myself would never want that. So don't choose a medium just based on popularity. Go with who resonates the most with you. And then number four, see what they offer. And sometimes I know it can be confusing. It's like, okay, mediumship and psychic. Now we understand that. What do you mean? Now they offer offer animal communication. They offer Akashic record readings, clarity readings, soul readings. What is all, what are all these readings, right? If you're looking for something specific and it's, say it's, I just want to talk to my grandmother who'd passed. That's it. Like, okay, you can go in and look for mediumship readings. But if you're interested in something specific, like animal communication, for example, like take the time, look into it, read a little bit about it before you go and pick someone. And again, ask for referrals. If you're looking for an animal communicator, ask for referrals for someone who almost specializes in that or like that's what they love. Some people I know, that's that's all they do. They don't want to talk to people. <laughs> they just want to talk to animals who've passed. That's really their their vibe. So it's all based on what people want to do. And there's a whole huge gamut of this. And then it comes down to cost also, right? So cost varies greatly. There are some people doing free readings and they're phenomenal mediums. And there's some people charging a lot of money and they are phenomenal mediums and then everything in between. So work with the price point that works for you. If you're like, I only have $50 for a reading, ask around. There are readers for every price price point, basically, even free. That is true. Because a lot of practicing mediums or mediums who aren't ready to charge yet for various reasons, they're great readers. So just because they're doing it for free and practicing on their own does not mean you will not get the same quality than someone charging two, three, four hundred dollars for a reading. Now the cost can vary greatly. I personally would charge right now currently uh, in September of 2023, $150 for 45 minutes. And it's just like any other job as far as cost goes. The amount of years and training and time that you put into this is what you're paying for with the medium. Just like a plumber, Someone right out of, you know, whatever training they go to is going to charge one amount and someone who's been practicing it and has a business for 20 years is going to charge a different amount. And really that's what it comes down to. You don't know how much time people put into these. So it is a craft. It is time, very time consuming, very energetically consuming um, to learn this and to do it over the years. So keep that in mind that, oh my gosh, if you're like, this person's charging this amount. That's ridiculous. Maybe it is for you, but there are people out there who can want to afford it. And that person probably worked their way up in price point based on what they were doing and what they were training at. So just something to keep in mind. But again, you can go all the way from free up to very high amounts. So whatever works for you and your price point, just keep that in mind. So then I want to talk about what to expect in a reading. And I think that's important because I know my first one, I had no idea what to expect. And I just sat down and was like, all right, let's go. This is what's happening with me. Can you help? <laughs> and thank, thankfully, the lady was extremely helpful. I had a hard time processing. Um, so keep that in mind, whatever you get, if, if you've never had a reading or even if you have, 
whatever you get in a 45 minute session or say you do something less than 20 minutes, 30 minutes or an hour, it takes time to process. It's not all, it's just like going to an appointment, right? So you go to a doctor and you get a lot of information in that hour and you're like, all right, I need time to digest this. Same thing with a reading. So what I will do is I'll sit down with someone and I'll say, all right, have you ever, have you ever had a mediumship reading? And if they have, I'll ask them about their experience. And I've heard different things, good, bad, and different. And I always just set the tone of, and like the intention of my intention when I do a reading is for your highest, like healing and good. And sometimes that's not always what we expect. So if you come in thinking, I want to talk to my grandmother, I'm all for it. And I can do that if you all right, you want to just go right into it. We can go with her name and I will just pull stuff from her. However, you're also going to get whatever you need to hear that day. And sometimes what we need to hear is not easy. And I don't mean, oh, I'm going to give you doom and gloom. I mean, sometimes it's like, hey, they're seeing that you could use a little help in this area or it seem, you seem to be struggling here. So my intention is always to help you with your life basically in your highest healing and sometimes people also come through that people aren't ready to hear from i have had uh, others come through like that and i tell people if there's someone who comes through that you're not ready to hear from let me know because we can just stop it but know that the reason they came through is because you needed to hear that and it's almost like planting a seed right Maybe there was a tough relationship you had and the person passed and that's not healed yet. But by them coming through, making themselves known, saying, hey, this is just food for thought. This person came through for a reason. Maybe you can take time and reflect on that in the coming, you know, time to come. So when I said you can also give a name to the medium, you can say, hey, I'm here to talk to my XYZ, my grandmother, my father, my, you know, cousin. And I'll say, okay, give me his name. And they're like, well, I don't want to tell you his name, (laughs) but I need his name. Because if you want to directly connect to this, let's just, why are we going to beat around the bush? Let's just phone call, basically. We joke in class and we call it, you can 1-800-DIAL-THE-DEAD because you can absolutely connect with a specific person if that's your intention. So it is that easy. Otherwise, if people are like, meh, I just kind of want to see what it was about. Whoever comes through is fine with me. That's another way to do it. So I always ask what the person's intention is. And sometimes I'll even get um, intuitive hits of, hey, they're saying this person, but this person actually, I'll feel someone else with them. And there's a reason that usually comes through. And then I'll let them know after. Then I usually tell them, I'm going to tell you what I see, hear, and feel. And when I say see, I mean in my mind, mental mind. I don't mean with my eyeballs because I'm not seeing people like in my room. And... What I hear, again, is in my mind, like if I say, hear a train in your mind, like blowing the horn, like that train whistle, you hear that, that's what I mean. That's how I hear it. And then again, when I see, I say, picture a red fire hydrant in your mind. Do you see it? That's how I see things, except I'll get visuals of a lot of different things. So I will see things, I will hear things, I will feel. Sometimes I get physical sensations on my skin. 
Um, and then there is a, just a knowing. You ever just like know something's going to happen? It's that feeling of, I'm not sure how I know this, but I know this to be true. And there's also like smelling. I don't get a lot of that, but like basically use all the senses. I'll even see words and I'll tell them if I see words, I will tell you I'm seeing the word. Sometimes I've gotten readings in the past from people and they just feel like they're talking to me. And I'm like, oh, okay, we're just like kind of shooting the shit here. And not realizing, but realizing now, which is part of the reason I want to explain all this, because there's a lot happening that you're not seeing, that when this person, this reader was talking to me, everything she was getting, she was saying, but it sounded like her talking to me. So I was very confused. So I try and make it a point and say for myself, because I can't speak for other readers, that everything I'm saying is what I'm getting. And if it's me saying it, I will tell you, I'm saying this, this is my thought or opinion, and I don't usually give my opinions. Um, but I might say, oh, they're using me as a reference point in my life and showing me X, Y, Z, but it pertains to you. So I'd like to try and explain to demystify it. And then validation, that's an important part. So I'll tell them, I want to be able to tell you information, like evidence, right? And they'll call that evidential an evidential medium, like names, memories, how did someone pass? And I'll say to them, I just want, I'll ask you, does this resonate? And you can just say yes or no. And you can give me a little bit, but I don't, if you give me too much, I'm going to stop you because I want to be able to tell you things. I just need to know if this makes sense with you or not. And it's okay if it doesn't. No is a completely acceptable answer. It just helps me fine-tune the information I'm getting and go deeper into it. Like if I said, oh, I'm seeing a license plate like from Georgia, does that make sense to you? And they're like, no, it doesn't. I'll go in and ask and say, you know, spirit, can you explain more to me what that means? And to get to a point where they can understand it. And that's not always the case. Sometimes they're like, I don't know. And I'm like, well, they're bringing this in for a reason. Keep this in mind. And sometimes months down the road, days down the road, hours, they're like, oh, and something will click or something will happen also in the future. So another thing to understand about mediumship when you get a reading from a past loved one, it is a three-way conversation. It is a conversation between the medium, the sitter, who the person paying for the reading, and then spirit, like the past soul. So you have to remember the way I'll speak for myself and how I do it. And again, because everyone does things differently, so I'm only speaking for me. Other mediums might receive differently. They might explain differently. Not all readings will be the same. And not all readers are the same. So that's why it's different. It's a three-way conversation. So what happens is I will get visual images. I will get a story. My go-to questions are, how old were you when you passed? Were you family and friend, family or friend? Can you highlight a spot on your body? that caused you to pass? Did you know you were going to pass? What's the relationship to the sitter? And I start with that as a super broad kind of way, but sometimes they'll immediately come in with personality. So it's not always set in stone, but that's my intention is let's identify who this person is. If the person says, I don't know, I'm open to whoever. And personality comes in a lot or memories. And then I'll work backwards to get the other stuff because I want to I want the person to know who we're talking to, unless they say, all right, talking to, you know, grandma here, and let's just go right into grandma's energy. She was this when she passed, you know, and here's the thing to keep in mind with that. When someone gives you information, there are age ranges. If, 
it say grandma passed at 77 and I'm like, eh, I'm seeing like, you know, late sixties, early seventies. Listen, it's not an exact science. If you're like, I want you to get, you didn't get 77. You're full of crap. That's not how it works. And you're probably like, wait, what do you mean? So you can't tell me that people tend to hang on the words of mediums as they're like the word of God. And guess what? We're not God. We are people having a human experience here, just like you trying to do our best to communicate with another realm that we can't visually see. So not everything's going to be perfect. Not everything's going to be exact science. Yes, there are some people who can like nail names. They'll be like, grandma, her name was Daisy. And she was 75 when she died. And you know what? Grandma was Daisy and she was 75. But there are other people who will be able to describe grandma in a way that you feel and you're like, yeah, that's her. There's you, you nailed that. And that's really another part of information that like, hang on that stuff, the stuff that really resonates. That's what you hold on to. Not that, well, she was 77 and they got 75. So they're wrong. Like that's, it's not that specific of a science, right? It's not even a science. So be a little open and a little flexible. And again, like whatever we say, we're not God people. We are just people. So yes, put like love and intention into this reading and be grateful for it. But like, don't hang on every word. Like, like, oh, she said, I have to do this and I have to. And it's like, no, you actually have free will to do anything you want. So then there's the question of how do you prepare for a reading? And there's no right or wrong way. So you can either come into a reading, getting a mediumship reading we're talking about, uh, cold and say, I'm open, whatever, whoever comes through, that's gra- that's fine. Or you can say, I want to connect with this person. And you can give the medium a name. And well, I'll speak for myself anyway, but typically that's been my experiences. Most mediums will accept a name and go with that. And the day of when you get the reading try and be in a quiet place with no distractions. Don't be driving. I've had people driving. It's not helpful. Um, I will not do readings when people are driving. They have to be seated in a non-moving vehicle at the very least. You can take notes, but a lot of mediums will do, uh, if you're on a Zoom call, they will send you the Zoom recording after. If you're in person, you can also ask, hey, can I record this audio so I have it later? Because it tends to be a lot to process. And then someone will ask you, what happened? And you're like, you remember like two parts of it. And there was like 65 parts. And you're like, I don't know. It was so much to take in. And I don't remember, but I remember this, this, and this. So most mediums will say yes. Uh, I'm sure some people will say no, but it's uh, their own personal comfort level. I will, I would allow uh, audio recordings or I will send people Zoom call readings Uh, recordings after and they can download it and have it for however long they need to reference because sometimes we need to hear it a few times and I myself have recorded readings that I've gotten from other mediums and referenced them later even years later I still have some on my phone that I listen to and make sense and hear them differently now than I did then but it's also good to go in with an intention like why are you getting a reading And some of the reasons people get readings are they're coping with grief. They've just lost someone or they've lost someone in their recently, or maybe it was a long time ago and they just want to be able to connect with that person. 
Another reason is for personal growth and healing. Sometimes they have questions surrounding all of this. Another reason they could just be curious and because of how they grew up religiously or in their culture, they're starting to question things and they may have questions for you, you know, regarding that. And those are totally acceptable things to ask. People also might be on a spiritual development journey. They might be having things happen to them and they're like, well, this happened. Isn't that weird? And you're kind of like, no, it's not actually, but I know it feels weird because I've been there. So there are many different reasons people get readings. So think about what your intention is, why you're going, just for your own clarity and peace of mind. And you can relay that to the medium or not. Um, But these are all great things to think about that I wasn't totally aware of in the beginning. If you have questions in a reading, I usually tell in the beginning, I give people a very short brief. This is how it's going to work. This is what I'll do. This is what you can expect. If you have questions, I ask that you wait to the end because we want the evidence and the experience to speak for itself and then sometimes I'll even feel I'll say do you have questions because I feel like you might or the reading may have already answered the questions they have and gone into places that they wouldn't have even thought of going to so keep your questions keep them written down at the end and you can even just bring them to the session because the intention of you by you just writing the questions most likely those will be answered in the reading or addressed. So it's kind of a fun experiment too to do and see, you know, I wrote these down and you answered them. That was weird. And it's like, well, I mean, maybe, but not really, because <laughs> that's what we do. And then the last thing I'll talk about is how often should you get a reading? There's no right or wrong answer, right? The problem becomes when people lean on mediumship readings as a form of, I need this to figure out my life. You don't. And Some mediums set limits and they say, I'll only see you once every six months. Should you be going in every month and getting a reading? Probably not. If you are, maybe you should look into like some development or mentorship kind of things. It all depends again on your intention. Not saying that you can't get readings, you know, every few months if you wanted to or try different mediums and things like that. But you just don't want to use it as a crutch to lean on because we're people. We're not God. We're not going to give you all the answers. And if you're going to a medium for all the answers, I hate to tell you, but that's not what you're going to get when you go there. You're not, they're not going to tell you what to do with your life, how to do it. They're going to give you guidance and like things of that nature, but it's not going to sit most of them, I should say. Some people might, again, just like there are doctors that you might love and might not like. There are mediums who will tell you things that you want to hear, and other ones will tell you, like me, kind of like the truth. (laughs) Um, Because this is not a regulated industry, there is no way to say, hey, this person, they're telling people, you know, these things, that's a bit wild, like maybe not go there. So keep in mind, every medium reads differently. Their delivery is different. Their mannerisms will be different. How they read will be different. Some, like myself, I even sometimes I'll tell the person also that sometimes I look up to the left and it's like looking into nothingness (laughs) because it's easier for me to have this conversation not looking at your eyes, but I'll look back at the wall. I'll have the conversation then I'll kind of look back to the person and then I'll speak to them. So you might see that also with mediums. Some, Some of them will look directly at you the whole time. So 
every medium is different. Every reading you get will be different. If you got a reading with me today versus next week, that could be different because of I'm human. We're affected by energy. We have lives. We have problems just like you do. Um, we are not God. So no one will be the same. So it's really important to pick who resonates with you. Ask around, go for referrals, some red flags to keep an eye out for. And these are just personal things that I've thought about or experienced. And one is if someone tells you something kind of like you're going to die on this date. Now, if a medium tells you, hey, you know what? How have you been feeling? Because I'm feeling like something's a little off and maybe feeling in the chest area. And they're not going to tell you like, oh, I think you have X, Y, Z. If they are, that could be a potential red flag. But they like the delivery would be more like, hey, I'm feeling a little something like in your chest. Maybe just go to the doctor, get checked out just in case. And sometimes people are like, yeah, you know what? I have been feeling a little off here. You know what? Maybe I will. And maybe nothing comes of it. And that's great. But maybe something does. And then you catch, you catch it. There are people who do specifically also medical mediumship. They will go into your body and not actually go into it, but like scan it visually with their like mental mind and be able to tell you things. I don't do that, but I will get stuff like, I don't know. I could be like, I don't know. Like if I wanted, if you wanted me to do a scan of your body, I could be like, I don't know the knee. I'm feeling something with your knee. And you're like, yeah, my knee has been killing me lately. So there are different kinds in that way, but Red flags is no one should be telling you you're going to die on XYZ day. That's one, not ethical. Two, we're not God, we're human. And again, three, this is an interpretation of all kinds of symbols that we're getting with all of these other senses that we're using. So we don't actually know. Two, another red flag would be if the person doesn't feel right to you, they're not right. Like you're not wrong. And be like, I don't know, something's off, but this person was recommended. It does not matter if they were recommended. Same thing when you hire the plumber and the doctor. Like, if you don't like them, go to someone else because you will find someone that you resonate with better. Other red flags. Personally, I will never message anyone and say, would you like a reading? Um, there are a lot of scammers out there, especially on social media, who will do that. I don't know if there are mediums out there doing that, but like, that's not a way that the mediums that I know who have strong ethics and integrity in this work gather business. It's it, the people will come to us if, and when they need to come to us for a reading, that's kind of how that belief goes. So if people are asking you and saying, Oh, I feel something's off in your energy. Uh, you really need a reading that's kind of bullshit. So don't go with that stuff. One, people shouldn't be dipping into your energy if that's the case and like feeling you out. Like when you go get a reading, you're asking to be read. I do not go into stores and poke people on the shoulder and say, hey, your energy feels off. I think you need a reading. Like I would be like, are you kidding me? And I've actually had someone do that to me. And I hardcore shut them down and was like, one, who do you think you are? And two, I don't think so. The ethics with this work, just like anything else, trust yourself, trust your gut. If it feels right, go with it. If it doesn't, trust yourself. There will be someone else. 
So I hope this answered a lot of your questions, brought some clarity, demystified this thing that is not really that mysterious anymore to me, but also know that you don't need a medium to get a reading. Whoa, mind blown, right? No, you actually don't. Like you can do this yourself. So any, here's the thing, and then we'll, we'll call it here, but anyone can do this work. And I don't mean like you have to go set up shop and be a psychic medium and do all this. You can connect with your loved ones. And I have other episodes in my podcast that talk about this and in the smallest of ways. So you don't need a medium to do it. However, I understand and I have got readings myself because sometimes you just need that validation that, am I crazy? I feel this, but, and usually a medium will tell you things you already know. Like they're like, well, you're struggling with this and this is the case. And you're like, yeah, actually I am. And it's not usually mind blowing stuff. The evidence might be that they can get your family member and all this and your energy and read you, but it's usually validation of things we know, things we need to work on, things we're ignoring in our life. Cause deep down we already know and have all the answers we need. We just forget how to access it. And I think that's why we get mediumship readings. That's why mediums get mediumship readings too, because we do this all the time. We definitely need someone to validate us because they're like, listen, I'm talking to people. Can someone validate me? Okay. And we'll reach out to friends or in practice circles. And I love a reading. Like I love getting them. I don't pay for them often because I usually do so many practice ones and exchanges with friends, but it's okay to need and want that validation, but know that you internally can connect just as anyone can connect in this world with it. Will everyone do it? No. Is everyone meant to do this for work? No. Did I ever think I would do this for work? Hell no. And sometimes do I go, why did I choose this path? Yes. (laughs) Only because with it comes a lot of healing, but it has been the most wonderful process. Painful, yes, at times, but the most healing process in my life that I could have ever gone and done. So Keep those things in mind. If you have more questions, feel free. Like I said, shoot me a DM on Instagram, send me an email. We'll get that Q&A up soon, probably in October. I'm going to push myself to do it because it makes me really uncomfortable, but that's life, right? Got to do things that make you uncomfortable to grow. So I hope you have a great one. I hope that demystified mediumship and psychic stuff for you and brought a little more groundedness to it. And I hope you have a great one. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave me a review or rating wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you found this episode helpful, feel free to share with friends. And if you're interested in getting a reading from me, you can book directly on jencostamedium.com. Have an awesome day and thanks for taking the time to listen.